And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here at prophetic faith i'm pastor robbie barrett and tonight we're going to go into a classic message on how we can praise our way through anything now this message may be a little older but it's not lost any power now we got to find out in our walk with god that sometimes we go through things that hits us very hard and we don't we may throw our hands up and say i don't know what to do but i'm telling you you're going to learn in this message tonight how we can praise our way through anything. I don't care how dark the storm is. I don't care what you're facing. So let's get into this message right now. I'm telling you, you're going to have a hard time staying on the couch. I promise you. Let's get into it now. Be blessed. And somebody say, I'm relying on Him. Hallelujah. Let's read at verse 2. It says, Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, which was the king, saying, There cometh a great multitude against you from beyond the sea on this side of Syria. And behold, they be in Hezazon, Tamar, and which is in Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Isn't that amazing? He didn't call up half of the kingdom. Come on, somebody. He didn't call up half of the kingdom. He didn't go somewhere else. What did he do? The Bible says he went directly to God. Somebody say you, you would get out of a lot of messes if you'd quit going to everybody else and go directly to God. I better get off that. Amen. So he set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem and in the house of the Lord before the new court and said unto God, O Lord, God of our fathers, art thou not the God in heaven? He's starting to butter him up. Now watch this. And rulest thou not over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? Are thou not our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel? Somebody say, that's me. And gave us into the seed of Abraham thy friend forever. And they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as a sword, as judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house in, in thy presence, for thy name is in this house. Somebody say, his name is in me. And cry unto thee are in our affliction, then thou will hear and help. And now behold the children of Ammon 
and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession. Somebody say, it's my possession. Which thou hast given unto us as an inheritance. Somebody say, it's my inheritance. O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know us what to do. But our eyes are upon thee. Somebody say, my eyes are upon him. My God. And all of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehazel, and I'm not going to get into all the begots, came the Spirit of the Lord upon him in the midst of the congregation. And here's what the Lord said. He said, hearken you, all Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed. Hallelujah. By reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not whom? But whose? I think we need to say it again. For the battle is not who? But it's who? Oh, my Jesus. Tomorrow go you down against them. Behold, they come up from the cliff of Ziz. And you shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm fixing to get happy. Set yourselves and stand you still and see the salvation of the Lord. Is that what I I said earlier? Somebody say, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Somebody say, the Lord is with me. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites and the children of the uh, Kohathites, of the children of Korites, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Then they arose up early in the morning, and I want you to go down to verse 21. It says, and they consulted, and when they had consulted with the people, he appointed singers. Now listen to me. He appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise in the beauty of holiness. Somebody say holiness. As they went out before the army to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Somebody say it with me. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And now listen to this. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Then the children of Ammon... And Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to destroy, to slay and to destroy them when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir. Everyone helped to destroy another. You say, Pastor, I ain't done that much reading in a long time. Today I want to talk about the power of your praise. And I want to tell you in here this morning, you see, I want you to go back to this passage. Let's, let's summarize what, what all went down. The king of Israel, 
or the king of Judah, excuse me, had something coming up against him. You ever had something come up against you that was mightier than you were? Oh, I'm talking to the wrong crowd. Let me say it one more time. <laughs> I'm, I guess I might be the only one. Have you ever had something come up against you that was beyond your power? It was beyond your control. You see, a lot of times we can handle something if it's, as long as it's something that we can control and something we can put our hand on. But sometimes you're going to have stuff hit you in your life that you ain't got no control over, that you don't have no might over. So I want to ask you a question in here this morning. What do you do then? What do you do when now when you're facing an enemy that's larger, stronger, and better than you are? I find out, and, and, and we touched on this earlier, the great thing about Jehoshaphat, I want you to see his battle plan. How many's ever been through a battle? Then you need to listen to this battle plan because let me tell you something, you will go through another battle, I promise you. You need to understand the battle plan of Jehoshaphat. Because you say, well, what, what's so great about his battle plan? He won. That's, that, that sounds like a good battle plan to me. Amen. I don't want something. Listen, I don't want to preach something that's not going to work for me. Can somebody say amen? I'm not going to preach something that has no power in it. I want to preach something that's got power. I want to preach something that works for me every single time. So, so he says, I will seek the Lord on this. It wasn't that he wasn't afraid. It wasn't that he wasn't shook up. He was afraid. And he was shook up. Because our natural instinct is when something hits us that we're not ready for, it begins to try to put fear in us. But I'm here to tell you in here this morning that there's a way that you can shut out fear. There's a way that you can shut out worry and anxiety because it does not belong in the believer's life. Did you hear what I told you? I'm, it might be a natural instinct, but you don't live by the natural. You live by the supernatural can somebody say amen in here this morning there's a way to get rid of it and the and listen how you get rid of it is you begin to seek God's face I know y'all say I know y'all think I'm cliche when I say this but I keep telling you this and I'm not gonna keep and I'm not gonna stop from telling you this that one word from God can change everything I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you brought in here. I don't care who's declared war on you. One word from God can change everything. You say, how do you know that? Because I'm living proof. And some of you in here, by the sound of my voice, you are living proof. Because you've seen God do it. You've seen God speak a word and turn your situation around. So here's what he done. He sought the Lord. And not only did he begin to seek the Lord, but he began to declare who God was. All these churches, everywhere I go, they always tell me to praise God. I don't know why I pray. I don't know why they want me to praise God because sometimes I don't feel like praising God. You see, the reason why you want to have a praise in your heart is because when you praise God, you remind yourself who God is. I ain't talking about you. It's time for you to get out of the way. You see, that's why you got fear in your heart because you think you're going to have to fight this battle. But we just read that God said, I'm going to step in and I'm going to fight for your situation. If you learn how to praise me, turn to your neighbor and say, learn how to praise him. Hallelujah. 
So he, he turned his face to the Lord. He began to seek his faith. And then he began to proclaim who God was. He said, do you not have power and might in your hand? Are you not the God that delivered us from Egypt into this land that you promised us? And let me tell you something. There ain't nothing that gets God churning more than when his children start declaring who he is. Oh, come on, somebody. How many some fathers in here this morning? Raise your hands if you're some fathers. When your kids say, oh, daddy, you're Superman. Oh, come on now. Oh, there's nobody as strong as my daddy. There's nobody that can beat him up. Oh, he's so strong. There's nobody. He's the smartest. He's, he's the best. Look, what's that do? That just makes your chest go out and say, yeah, that's my child right there. You see, that's what God does. When you say, God, there's nobody like you. There's nobody as strong as you. Hey, my God, you don't have power. You are power. You see, when you begin to declare stuff like that, God says, yeah, I'm going to deliver them right there. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Some of you are waiting to praise God when the battle's over. That's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to wait until it gets delivered. He wants you to wait till you start feeling good again. Because you know why? It ain't never going to happen. Let me say it again. I said the enemy wants you to wait on praising God. You see, everybody's motto so many times is, I'm going to praise God when he does it. Nuh-uh. You see, that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. He said, yeah, won't you go ahead and wait till God does it? Won't you wait till you get the good report? Won't you wait till you get the phone call? Won't you wait till you see the door open and then praise God? But you see, that's a lie from the pit of hell because the, my Bible tells me that if you want the door open, you need to praise him like the door's already open. You need to praise him like your body's already here. You need to, I wish I had some help in here this morning. You need to praise him like you're already delivered. Because my praise opens the doors. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can praise my way out of anything. I wish I had some help in here this morning. I wish I had my organ in here, Stephen. My God. I said I can praise my way out of anything. I don't care what how you feel about it. I don't care what you think about it. I don't care what people have said about my situation. I believe I'll go to myself, off to myself and seek the Lord on this thing. You say I ain't going to get delivered. You say I'm not going to get out of my mess, but I believe I'll go and seek the Lord on this thing. Because if I get in his presence and I get in his glory, then what's going to happen is he's going to turn his face towards me. Hallelujah. Y'all got to learn. Listen, you got to learn how to keep your face seeking God. You got to learn. Listen, you got to learn how to always get God's attention. Hey, God, I'm right here. I know you're looking at your other saints. I know you're looking at your other children. But, hey, don't you forget about me right here. I'm the one that's going to keep praising you. I'm the one that's going to keep worshiping you. Though you slay me, yet will I trust you. I'm still going to be here. Come on, somebody. I say, I'm still going to be here. Tell him that. Say, God, I'm still going to be here. Even when it don't look good, I'm still going to be here. Even when people are talking about me, I'm still going to be here. Even when the enemy says this is it for you, I'm still going to be here. Then what happened? After he sought the Lord. After he began to boast about who he was. 
Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. If you're down in here this morning, and I don't believe you're still down after this right here. If you're still, listen, if you're down in here this morning and you're depressed and you came in here with a sad face, let me tell you something. If you learn how to praise God, you can't stay sad. You can't stay depressed. Why? Because when you talk about who God is, your problems begin to shrink smaller and smaller and smaller. I wish I had some help in here. You see, when you begin to declare who God is, oh, come on, somebody. The enemy's hoping that you don't begin to declare who God is. Because if you do, you're going to snap out of this funk that he's placed you in. You're going to snap out of this daze and this hypnotize that you're in right now. I'm telling you something at work. I ain't here just to pump you up. I ain't here just to make you shout. I'm telling you something in here this morning. That if you want victory in here this morning. I need you to understand that you can praise your way out of anything. I don't care if the enemies encamp round about you. And you don't see no way out of this. I don't care if your enemy is stronger than you are. And mightier than you are. I need you to understand in here this morning. That you can praise your way out of anything. You better take 30 seconds right there and give God some praise in this place. Come on, give him some praise. Hey, hey. Hallelujah. My God. I'm fixing to get happy in here. Jesus, Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. So he sought the Lord. He began to boast on who he was. And then guess what happened? Somebody say, God spoke. <laughs> that's what I want right there. That's, that's the cake and the icing and the cherry on top, is that God spoke. Listen, all I want to know is, no matter what hits me, no matter what comes my way, if I don't get anything else, if I don't feel any better, that don't make no difference to me. As long as I get a word from God that I'm going to be healed, then that's all I need. As long as I get a word from God that he's going to deliver me, that's all I came for. As long as I get a word from God that he's going to save my family. That's what Jehoshaphat was after. He was after a word from God. Oh, listen. Listen to me. Some of you in here, the reason why you don't have a praise about you is because you've not heard from God. You've not been in his word. I preached a message one time that you have to understand God before you can praise Him. You can, Listen, you can't praise somebody you know nothing about. Hello? You can't praise somebody that you've not been acquainted with, that you have not spent time with. Listen, you can't praise somebody that you don't understand of. And you see, listen, the reason why I want to get a word from God in my situation is because so once I get that word, I know how to praise Him. Oh, come on, somebody. Once I get that word, I know how to praise Him. I don't need you to come over here and say, well, if it be the Lord's will. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, baby. I done heard from the Lord. It is His will. And I'm going to praise Praise him until it comes forth. Come on, somebody. I'm going to praise him till it comes forth. <sighs> somebody say, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Hallelujah. Listen. When a mother 
is about to get birth in the greatest labor pains what does the doctor tell you to do tells you to push right he tells you to push and the reason for that is you're pushing is going to propel that baby into the next level. I wish somebody would help me on this. You see, the reason why God says to praise Him before what He's promised you has been birthed, because when you praise Him, that's you pushing it forward. Oh, come on, somebody. When you praise Him, I know you feel the pressure right now. I know you feel the pain of your situation. But if you praise Him like He told you to praise Him, you're going to push and push and push until what God has promised you is going to come forth. I ain't got no help in here this morning. I said what God promised you is going to come forth because you'll push your praise propels praise the Lord we can snap out of any funk that we might be going through right now all when we just start doing a simple praise unto God and as you see in this passage the power of praise and how it begins to change the atmosphere and that's what you and I were called to do we were called to change the atmosphere you may not be liking the atmosphere that you're doing that you're going through right now in your life. Well, let me ask you a question. What are you doing about it? Start praising God. Start lifting your hands and glorifying God and saying, God, I'm going to praise you through it all. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. And watch things begin to change all around you. Thank you for tuning in tonight. You don't want to miss next week's program. This is going to be part two of this. We love you guys. We're praying for you. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Pastor Robbie Barrett, and this is my wife, Kier. Hello. We want to take this time right now to personally thank you for tuning in every single week here at Prophetic Faith. Yes, we'd like to thank those who contacted us through mail and through social media. We're hearing awesome testimonies of what God's doing through this ministry. Amen. And we're so excited to see where God has taken us, and we want you guys to come with us. And you might be saying, well, how can we be a part of this ministry? When you become a faith partner, when you partner with us and so into this ministry, as we go, as God takes us further, you go right along with us. Yes, we want you to pray and seek God's face about sowing into this ministry. Robbie and I have seen great blessings come through sowing uh, into other ministries and other ministers. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And we're going to sign off with this right here. One, One word, word from God, God can change everything. everything. Be blessed. Man, again. I want to thank you for tuning in to every week here at Prophetic Faith. But before we go off the air, we want to give you this invitation tonight that if you want to know this God that I'm talking about, that I preach about every single week, that I teach on every single week, that, I, that I'm so excited and enthused by, then you can have this opportunity right now. I'm coming to you. I'm not dressed in a nice suit or tie or anything like that. I'm just coming to you real right now. Because, you know, one thing that God told me, He said, wherever you go, He said, whatever you do, He said, all I want you to do is introduce me as your best friend. So right now, that's what I want to do. I want to introduce you to my best friend. The one that's been with me through thick and thin. I'm talking about, let me tell you something, the world is a hard place. The world will beat you down in two seconds. But there's, it is so nice to know that I don't have to go through this world alone. 
Now, no matter what I'm facing in life, and maybe some of you that are watching right now, you're facing difficult times, hard times right now, and I understand that. But you have somebody out there that cares. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, I care for you, I care for you, and when you look around, they're not there to help. But I'm talking about a God that cares what you're going through. He cares that you're bound right now, that you're hurting, that you're, you're, you're bruised, that you're barely making it through life. He cares. And that's why He said in His Word, He said, cast your cares upon me. So I want to give you this opportunity right now that if you don't know Jesus Christ, then you are missing out on the best thing that you could ever miss out on in your entire existence. Because I'm telling you, there is nothing greater than knowing the Lord God. There is nothing greater than having that fellowship. I'm not talking about just coming in on Sunday or whenever you go to church and just getting your praise on and then walking out. No, I'm talking about walking hand in hand through this life in everything you do. That's the closeness that God wants with you. Because you know why? He is a father. I want to emphasize that right now. He is a father. He's not just God. He's not just mighty. He is a father. And he loves you. And he wants you to know him. So if you want that right now. And maybe you're feeling that, that tug in you. Something's feeling that burning on the inside of you. That yearning for more than this life can give you. Because let's face it. This life can't give you much. If you, if you have hope only in this life, you're hopeless. If you want that right now, if you want that peace and that joy, then pray this simple prayer with me. Because the Word, the word of God declares that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Are you ready? Let's pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I pray for every person right now that is watching this, Lord, that is feeling that tug. You said no man can come to the Father unless the Spirit draw them. So Father, I pray right now, we, t we seize this opportunity that as the Spirit of God is drawing these people, we want to make this commitment. We're tired of living this way. We're tired of being miserable. We're tired of feeling empty in our lives. And we are ready to give our lives unto you. Just repeat after me this simple prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Wash me clean. And from this day forward, I choose to love you, to serve you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for what you've done on the cross so that I could walk through this life in fellowship and covenant with you and for eternal salvation. Thank you again. In Jesus' name, I am saved. Amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer, let me tell you something. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Amen. Welcome to the family. So, please let us know. If you prayed that prayer, if you gave your heart to God, please let us know. I mean, that we would love to hear that. Come in contact with us. Let us know if you are being impacted by these messages and by this time in the Lord. We love you guys. You're never without prayer. In Jesus' name, be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. 